self-serving persuasive talkers of everything and nothing we are a conversation con artist what's going on people it's your boy mr on point and i am calamity Red. and we are conversation con artists back for another wonderful fantastic episode you can find me on twitter and instagram at mr m-i-s-t-e-r underscore on point and I can be found at red underscore calamity. Also, we're still for we're still doing the listener letter portion of the show. So if you have a question or a Reddit post that you would like for us to look at, you can send it to our Gmail account, which is conversation call artists at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook, Conversation Con Artists, and send it to us that way. Make sure that you take a screenshot of the Reddit post as they get deleted sometimes. Um, so if you send us a link and the person deletes the post, we won't be able to see it. We will not. We um, have a letter, and I have some posts. <laughs> episodes 246 through 247. Meet Conda forever! Oh, my God. Must be Colin. It is definitely Colin. Okay. <laughs> What's up, Colin? As always, what is good, y'all? I've been on a bit of a hiatus, and that's my bad. Life's been a little out of whack, and I haven't even been in my own home for longer than a month over the last two months because of personal business. But I was able to catch up on my last flight, and yesterday when I was cleaning the house, so I'm back. (laughs) First things first for this letter, Red's knife injury, y'all. I bought a mandolin slicer and sliced the tip of my thumb off while I was trying to cut cucumbers to make Hawaiian poke at home. It hurt like shit. And I basically was only able to get a pressure dressing at the ER because it can't be stitched. But overall, it did eventually stop bleeding and the piece of my thumb that was missing did grow back. It's taken about four to five months to get feeling back, though. I had a numb spot on my thumb for a while that made me using a phone difficult. You'll be fine. If you want to see pictures, let me know and I'll send them in next week. It was pretty bad. <laughs> See, it's <laughs> now, not just me. <laughs> I mean, it's not, but damn. I don't want I don't want a mandolin slice now. <laughs> Thanks for that, Colin. I, I appreciate the foresight to help me make better life decisions. Uh-huh. Next up, Joe Biden. Here's the thing. The United States isn't and probably won't ever be some sort of super progressive democratic socialist country. While the evidence is pretty clear that we will benefit substantially from a system of governance that more closely resembles some of the more heavily socialist countries in Europe, the size, demographics, and makeup of our country, 50 states, doesn't really lend itself to that to take hold here. And folks need to understand that the vast, vast majority of American citizens either are somewhere in the middle or are apathetic and don't care as long as they can watch TikTok and subscribe to OnlyFans. I've met Joe before during my time working at the White House, and I think he's a fundamentally decent person. He speaks his mind and sometimes doesn't say it as eloquently as President Obama. But let's be honest, who does, whoever did, and whoever will, Barack Obama was and will always be the GOAT. Last thing, since I know y'all love Reddit, I got one for you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Glad to be back. Looking forward to the next episode. Meet Conda forever! Colin. Before you get into the Reddit post, let me just say that, well, you're going to talk about this later in the show, but I, I kind of got into it with a coworker. Not really got into it, but I hate when, when I see people say this shit. When they announced Kamala Harris as his vice president, she was like, well, guess I got to find somebody else to vote for. Bitch, who? We have not had an independent. T- I looked this shit up because I was like, who? What? Do you think that's going to make a difference? It's that since 1850. That was the last 18. 
1850 is the last time we had a president from an independent party. You're not going to get somebody else. At this point, it's either going to be Biden or Trump. That's just what it is. I'm sorry. I know you may not like either one of those fucking choices, but you voting for some random third person isn't going to change the fucking outcome. It's not. It's going to be one of them, too. That's just what it is at this point. I'm sorry. Like, that doesn't even make no fucking sense. You might as well just not even vote because it's a throwaway vote. It's not going to do shit. You're not going to get an independent party president. This, this, It's not going to happen. I'm sorry. It's either going to be a Republican or it's going to be a, a Democrat. It's either going to be Trump or it's going to be Biden. That's just what it is. So this is the thing. Clearly, I'm not talking to Republicans. Um, clearly, I'm not talking to people who, I guess, are centrists um, that lean towards voting for Trump. Clearly, I'm not talking to single issue voters who, you know, may normally vote Democrat but vote Trump because it's helped your business financially or whatever. Uh, and clearly, I'm not talking to people whose politics don't align with Democrats. I'm talking to Democrats who would vote Democrat if they had a candidate that they would want to vote for who would vote Democrat, who are looking at Biden and Kamala and saying that I'm not going to vote Democrat. And that's what it sounds like your co-worker is. Yes. Somebody who apparently if whoever Biden chose was somebody uh, different than Kamala Harris would have voted for Biden and whoever they approved of. Yes. I think that we've we're looking at this in the context of a popularity contest because people are only looking at Biden and his personality and Kamala and her personality and their records and their professions to, to judge them about whether they want to vote for him or not. And nobody gives a fuck about the character of a person. We shouldn't. We shouldn't care what their personality is if they are willing to do our bidding. The right don't give a fuck about Trump's bullshit. They don't. And there is not a... That Kamala or Biden don't have a little bit of bullshit compared to all the bullshit Trump got. They didn't give a fuck it with Trump because they knew Trump would do his bidding. Now, that's more a moral perspective and... I'm not going to say the Democratic Party is a, uh, a more moral group. Um, I'm going to say that they do the bidding of of people that are more sympathetic to people and individuals uh, and groups and people that suffer. Now, we can have an argument or conversation about whether that's genuine or not, whether it's only for power. I'll have that, that argument with you. But the reality is the Democrats put in legislation that are supposed to help oppressed people. And Republicans fight against that legislation. They always have. They always will. They don't put in legislation for the little person. The Republican Party puts in legislation for the big guy, the big man that's, that's, that's going to fuck the little guy over. And the Democratic Party is trying to limit that amount of power that corporations have. That's my politics. That's what I believe in. And I don't have to like Kamala Harris or Joe Biden to know that their platform would do the bidding of what I believe in. And you either believe in the shit or you don't. And you should vote for what you believe in. 
it don't matter who the fucking figureheads are for your beliefs. There is never going to be a perfect candidate. There is no such thing as a perfect candidate. And that's what's really irritating me about these conversations is that Trump is far from perfect and the Republicans except them. Joe Biden and Kamala are ain't as bad as people are painting them to be. But we denying them for that. And the reality is, I don't think we're going to find somebody in our lifetimes that we accept. I mean, even Barack Obama, a lot of black people don't accept him. You listen yep. to Cornell West and you listen to Roland Martin. You listen to Umar Johnson on all sides of these spectrums. Obama didn't do enough for black people. We ain't going to find a perfect candidate. What I look at, like, it looks like a lot of people look at politics as this uh, disjointed, isolated four years that don't have nothing to do with each other. But to me, it's a an ongoing, longstanding game of tug of war. And Trump is pulling our country in a direction that I don't fuck with. And he's pulling it and he's pulling it and he's pulling it. And if we don't do something right now, it's going to be really hard for that game of tug of war to go in a uh, direction that we wanted to go in if we don't get some balance, if we don't get some balance on some of these courts, if we don't get some balance in some of these seats and some of these districts, it's going to keep being pulled so that when somebody that we want to be in that actually gets there, they're not going to be able to do shit. So if for nothing else, we, we need, for those of you who believe in the politics I believe in, we need this tug of war to go to the other side. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris ain't going to be the ones that fix America the way we want it to be fixed. But at least they won't let that that tug of war game be lost to some bullshit ass conservative racist ideals. And um, that's about half of my segment later. But you know, got it out of the way early. <laughs> well, he mentioned it, and it just you know, and she got so upset with me. But I'm I was like, you know, again, at the end of the day, it's gonna be one of those two. Like, so I don't know what you feel like you're accomplishing. And essentially throwing away your vote. Like, you're going to feel better about yourself. <laughs> like, then you're going to be angry when Trump becomes president again and shit continues going in a fucked up direction. And I'm going to be upset and I'm going to be like, don't say shit because you threw away your fucking vote. Like, that's how I'm going to feel. <laughs> so I don't, I'm not going to want to hear you complain about how fucked up shit is going to get if he gets in another four years. I don't want to hear it. Because you, you had to do what made you feel good. And so standing that shit. What and a lot of people, a lot of people keep saying Kamala Harris put a whole bunch of black people away. Kamala Harris withheld evidence to keep people from having their trial. Now, I hadn't done enough research to know if this was an ongoing thing across her whole tenure as the attorney general or a prosecutor. I don't know. But one thing I do know is that her mistake was not putting all of those black men in jail for whatever charges they had. Her mistake was not withholding that evidence. Her mistake as a young black girl in America was choosing to go into law enforcement. Because if any of you out there believe that a black woman was going to jump into the biggest white boys club in America 
and say, no, I'm not going to charge these black men. No, I'm not going to withhold evidence. And that was going to turn out well for her. No, that's a problem. That's irrational thinking. Don't nobody black get in that white ass system and do shit to change shit about it. So her mistake ain't what she did in that job because she had no control over that shit, y'all. Her mistake was choosing to go into law enforcement because you don't change law enforcement. Law enforcement fucking changes you. We get that shit all the time. Go talk to all of the brown police officers that have been arrested because of something they did that if their white counterparts did, they would be protected. Talk to them. Ask them about their experiences being a brown person in law enforcement. Ask them about the first time they saw something unethical go on and they tried to talk about talk to somebody about it. Ask them why they ended up leaving the force anyway. The, the blue wall of silence, it don't protect black people still. And you know what? She made it where she did in her career because she did the bidding of all of those white men. And they got to say, no, it's not a problem because look, it's a black face on it. You know, so to me personally, I don't think it's fair to say that she did all of this shit in this system. I think that is just par for the course. Um, that being said, she ain't applying for a fucking prosecutor job. She ain't fucking applying for a, a attorney general job. She is applying for the fucking vice president of the United States. If you look at her platform and look at the things that she's put on paper that she hopes to do, judge whether you'll support her based off of what the fuck that is. And a lot of people are talking about withholding our votes because we need power. Listen, I don't think we're going to show the Democratic Party that we have power by not voting for Joe Biden. Personally, I think where we would show power is voting Joe Biden in and then let Joe Biden know that in two years when this midterm election happened, if shit ain't going the way we want, we will allow these seats to be flipped. We will castrate your presidency where it stands if you ain't doing the shit that gonna get this country or from my perspective this game of tug of war moving in a, a more balanced perspective and this is the last thing i'm saying we can go on i believe that the way a person respects democracy is found in how they accept that there are two dueling sides that need to find a middle that's democracy democracy is knowing that i'm gonna get some and that I'm going to give some. That's democracy. If you're somebody who wants this country to exist solely on your ideals, which it sounds like the Republican Party wants right now, is what Mitch McConnell wants, is what Donald Trump wants, is what all these Republicans who are stacking these courts, this is what they want. They don't believe in democracy. That's a fucking dictatorship. That's one side telling everybody how you're going to fucking live. And it's ruled by one person. I just don't want a country that has the mask of democracy. But 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 ends up being something that a whole other group of people end up having to just exist with because they can't make no rules and make no changes. And it's never going to represent them. I don't want that shit. And that's just my ideals. And I'm going to vote against that shit that it looked like my country is becoming. I don't give a fuck who the figureheads are for the other side of that movement. That's my piece for that. Uh, but let's get into this letter that Colin sent us. The Reddit post. Reddit post. 
from his letter. My father, I'm a 20, this is a 26 year old male. The father's 54. My father is oddly attached to my girlfriend. Oh. 24-year-old female. Janice and I have been together for five years, engaged for two years, and getting married December 21st, if able to. Janice was adopted when she was eight. They disowned her when she was 17, but her whole time with that family was extremely traumatic. So my parents are my child's three only grandparents, so they are, are around frequently. He's three. The child is three. They be throwing these numbers in there fucking me up. So my parents are my child's only grandparents, so they are around frequently. My girlfriend is a personal trainer, and my dad started to take some sessions with her, but I figure he's always been into fitness, and it helps us out financially. But it's not that it's like as soon as she comes into the room, he's a different person. He's never been funny, but he's constantly cracking jokes when she's around, but it's like he just has to impress her when she's around. I've spoken to her about it, and she'll laugh it off and told me that because my parents never had a daughter, they tried but only had my brothers, and that she's the mother of his grandchild, he's just friendly. It bothers me like mad, though, because if there is something my father is, it sure as hell is not friendly. All I remember growing up is him shouting, and now all of a sudden he's the fun guy. Should I mention this to him? I don't know if it's just my insecurities and if it'll cause issues between my child and parents. My daughter loves my father, and I know it would hurt her if I caused him to be distant. But at the same time, why should I put up with this? Uh, this sounds more like an issue with him and his dad than it has anything to do with the girlfriend. Like, I've talked on the show before about, like, my relationship with my dad and how horrible my childhood was because of him. And so I feel like I will be irritated if I got married or if I started bringing somebody around and he became this person that he's never been, that I never got a chance to benefit from, you know what I'm saying? Like that would irritate me. And it wouldn't even necessarily be because I'm upset about, you know, how he's treating my significant other. I feel like it would be more, well, where the fuck was this nigga at? <laughs> when I needed somebody that was, you know, pleasant and funny and, willing to help and shit. What well, what was this? Like that to me sounds more like it's an issue that he has with his dad. Him and his dad didn't have the best relationship and now his dad is this much more amenable person and he just ain't rocking with that shit. Then it sounds like it's an inappropriate thing with the girlfriend to me. I agree. I think that I mean he I mean, because at a certain point, he completely stopped talking about the girlfriend in the letter. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at a certain point in the letter, it was like, you know, he make my, he make jokes with my girlfriend, and then from that, it's just, uh, he ain't friendly. He be tripping. He's a fun guy now. Like, yeah, his issues with his dad are what's showing up in this. Um, and to be honest, it sounds like, to me, it wouldn't surprise me if he was subconsciously just looking for some confirmation bias. Looking for somebody to say, yeah, get rid of your dad. This is your dad. It'll be okay. Your daughter will be fine. I think that he's looking for that shit. But also, as men age, they get more, uh, they develop more estrogen and less testosterone. And so that's how you see older men being a lot more docile than they used to be younger. And women develop more testosterone and less estrogen. And that's how you see them becoming a little bit more domineering and assertive. As they get older, if you see a couple, that's what's happening in that situation. The dynamic shift, you know, so 
I think it's very possible for a a father to have been tough when they were young on you, grow up and be not so tough. Um, and not only that, but you may be looking at it from a different perspective. Uh, now that's not that ain't that ain't caping for daddy. Now I don't no, know that he might be a dickhead supreme, and he might be a problem. So not friendly might be something else going on. But if you don't feel like your girlfriend is fucking your daddy, then let that shit go, man. Yeah, and you may need to address. I mean, it sounds like, like I said, it may be some unresolved shit you got from growing up with him. Um, maybe some of the things that happened that maybe you need to just kind of resolve. And resolve don't necessarily mean you and him and sit down and have a kumbaya uh, moment because that may not happen. But you just need to be you need to come to a place where you can process it and it not be an issue because it just sounds like you're more upset that, with the fact that she's getting a version of him that you never got mm-hmm. i had that experience i remember you know i talked about on the podcast how my pops was locked up when i was little and the the day my dad got out of jail, he also got married. So, uh, again, I have no idea how desperate you have to be to be convinced that you should go to the jail to meet a nice old guy who's going <laughs> to get out in the next year. <laughs> and you can go be there for him and yada, yada. But he got married the day he got out and he moved straight into her house. Now, to be fair, she kind of won the nigga lottery in that way because while my daddy um, is a philanderer, he absolutely take care of responsibilities. Um, another thing is the lady he married when he got out was 12 years older than him. So she was like 70 when he got out of jail. God damn. You know, and so I'm pretty sure she didn't used to a life of niggas that's been cheating on her. So not to condone cheating. Cheating is bad. Fuck cheating. Um, but he gave her a pretty good life. If you would have saw the house that she had before, you know, he came in and started working and upgraded this situation. It was fucking, it was a, every in every sense of the word, a grandma house. And she old enough to be a grandma, so, you know, it, it fits. <laughs> um, but when, when I remember the first Christmas, I was still a teenager. Uh, at first, my grandmama would meet my dad and then we'd meet up. But then when I could drive, I would drive, drive me and my brother there. And it was about a two and a half hour drive. But when I got there and we had Christmas and Christmas Day came, I remember seeing my daddy, you know, where you like you remember on, on the episode of the Cosby show where Bill Cosby had all the kids riding on their leg. He was holding their shirt and just like cowboy. Yeah. Riding in like he was doing that. And I remember at that moment being like, damn, like I never had that shit. Yeah. Like I didn't get that from anybody. And I remember feeling salty about it, like it's embedded in my brain, kind of. Yeah. And so that was my experience with that. So definitely, it's really easy to look at something you didn't have and to see that thing being given to your child or see that thing being given to your your wife um, and to have feelings about it that are, that, are, that are negative that make you say, who the fuck is this person? <laughs> yeah. You know? Because my childhood was we go visit him in jail and him and my grandmama spend two hours talking about all the people in the city that's dying and going to jail. 
Oh, That's what that conversation was about when they. Old people is so obsessed with who then died. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I mean, what at the point that you get as old as they are? I mean, that's all your life becomes. People who <laughs> like dying around you. Like, when is my turn next? <laughs> type shit, you know. I'm looking forward to that. So I think that a person like this really needs to address the issues that they have with they they dad, um, but not with they dad with they no. therapist. <laughs> yeah. You need to talk to somebody about that shit that's going on. Yeah, but yep. no kumbaya moment. Like, and the only reason I say that is because you're the one that's having the feelings. Your dad obviously, uh, he he's living his life, but <laughs> and he's become who he is. Um, you're going to have to process through how you're feeling about the the difference in who he is, and it does not need to involve him. So this shouldn't say my father is oddly attached to my girlfriend. It should say um, my father is not who I recognize, and he's treating everybody else in my life better than he's ever treated me. Pretty much. Help. <laughs> that's what that shit should say. That's, yes, that's absolutely right um <laughs> are we, are that what we're done with Colin? yeah okay. thanks Colin. thank you Colin. i saved a bunch of these and some of these are fucking like what <laughs> um let's see we have a question about groping we have a question about a father wanting to see his child a question about a girl who found out her boyfriend has a fiance that ain't her. Mm. A question from a a sixteen year old whose mom slaps him on the ass all the time, um, and it makes him uncomfortable. And then a question about is it or is it not rape? <laughs> okay, rape. You want? <laughs> This one is really fucked up. Um, okay, so the title of this one is My Boyfriend Had Sex With Me While I Was Drunk Even Though I Want to Stay a Virgin Until Marriage. Uh, she's 24 and the boyfriend is 30. Um, and they've been dating for four years. So this is something that he's aware of that she, you know. We discussed our plans for marriage and I asked if he was okay with me staying a virgin until our wedding and he was fine with that. Last week, we bought some alcohol for my birthday since we only drink on special occasions. He only had one beer, but I drank a bit more than I should have and got drunk. Next morning, I woke up hungover and naked next to him. I asked why I was naked. He explained that we had sex the night before and I got upset because I wanted to wait. He told me that I initiated it and he assumed I wanted it. I feel really weird about this situation. What should I do? That's a tough one. Is it a tough one? Explain to me how this is a tough one. It's not a tough one in the context of it's a tough one in the context of how she's perceiving it on her side. Meaning? Meaning does she believe him? Does she believe that she would initiate it herself? If she don't remember shit do she believe that she would initiate it? If she initiated but was intoxicated, 
at what point does he recognize her level of toxication being the degree that he should stop? Okay. If you've been dating this person for four years and y'all haven't had sex in four years and she has been saying all of that time she wants to wait, or I want to wait till we get married. And the only time, the only time that she is initiating it is after you know that she's been drinking. I just feel like common fucking sense would say, maybe I shouldn't do this shit. If she was sober and she did this and okay. She made a decision. She changed her mind. But he had one beer and was very obviously sober. And if she was drunk enough to where she passed and don't remember shit and don't even remember having sex, she was pretty drunk. Drunk enough for him to be able to tell that this probably wasn't no shit he needed to do. So for me, it's not complicated because just because of the amount of time they've been together. This ain't nobody he just met that was like, oh, I want to wait. You've been with her for four years and y'all ain't had sex in four years because she's been serious about this shit. And one drunken night, like, no. Mm-mm. I think he took advantage of a situation because he was tired of fucking waiting. That's he what took I took advantage of a situation. He didn't take her into consideration. Uh, it was definitely morally compromising, but the question is, is it rape? Uh, that that's the question. That's that's what's complicated about it. it well, is this right though? Because it, we've had, there have been plenty of cases where you have people that that sleep with folks that are unconscious. <laughs> um, you had those boys. I forgot what town that was. The girl got drunk at a party and they all had sex with her and recorded it and shit. And she was unconscious when they had sex with her, like. For me, as a man, I would think you wouldn't even want to put yourself in that fucking situation. Like, especially when you see how that shit turned out and how how you're going to be villainized and doing that shit. Like, and then somebody you saying that you finna marry. So you know her well enough to know if this is just her being drunk or if this is, okay, well maybe she just changed her mind type shit. Like, no, no. I think, and she don't remember none of it. Having sex the first time is not pleasant. Okay, if she don't remember that shit, she was drunk, drunk. For her to just wake up and be hungover and, and naked. Well, he got a popcorn shrimp. <laughs> like, she's supposed to feel that hymen broke, ain't she? She is supposed to feel it. Maybe he didn't break it. <laughs> Maybe he got a micro penis. <laughs> but Red, I mean, even so. But for him to be like, well, you initiated it, I thought you wanted to do it. Like, I mean, I agree with everything you're saying, but when I said, is it rape? You didn't say yes. That means, for, if you ain't say yes fast, fast, that means it's complex. Your yeses and nos mean something, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> and you didn't say that, you didn't say yes, or you didn't say no. So that means that it's at least complicated enough to think about whether we call this rape or what do we call this just a fuck boy that you ain't got no business marrying at this point she definitely don't need to fucking marry him because that's not okay um but if she only wanted one body for her whole life <laughs> but it don't like for people who want to wait until marriage it's much more than that <laughs> so we don't know her reasonings for wanting to wait it could be religious she could be a really religious i don't fucking know like it's it's more than her just wanting to have just one body <laughs> the rest of her life, like I'm sure. Um, 
And I just feel like he just he he took advantage of a situation. Now again, if this had been a situation where, you know, they were sitting up watching, they was Netflixing and chilling and went no alcohol involved, and she did this shit where she was lucid and fucking remembered it. She don't even remember her first time now. She has no memory of that shit. So I guess she can say it won her first time. No, that ain't how that works. <laughs> I wonder. <laughs> So, unfortunately, in our society, if she were to say that she was raped and went to the jail, they would use the length of the relationship against her and use the fact that she got so drunk and that he's saying that she initiated it to exonerate any of his wrongdoing. But I feel like that makes him even more guilty. The fact that well, I'm not saying that from no, I ain't saying that for no excuse. Yeah, I'm saying that. Think- that part of it makes it like even legally i feel like that would be, go more in her favor the you for the four years and not fucking that's a long time no the, the system we got don't use reasonable shit for this they <laughs> use the fact that she's a woman and that she shouldn't have got that drunk and she shouldn't have came on to him that's what our society does to women it's fuck shit yeah, like they're not gonna look at him and be like, "You should have been more responsible, son." They're gonna look at her and be like, "You know, well, you should know your limits." You, you clearly, he drunk one beer and then you came on to him. Like that's what's gonna happen. That's terrible. It was her fucking birthday. Of course, she's gonna drink more. And like I said, with them having been together for four years, I'm sure she felt like there was a level of trust there with him. This wasn't nobody. She she didn't go to no random party and was around some random niggas and got drunk. And they fucked her. This is somebody that she has been with for four years. So I'm sure she thought, I'm safe here. I can get drunk here. The, the times that I've been sloppy drunk, I have been at home. I don't drink going out, but just because I know niggas ain't shit. And the law is going to look at me and ask me why was I and how much had I drank and all that. So that has always kept me from drinking excessively when I go out. Because I don't want that. I will lose my fucking mind. So... All the times that I have been drunk, it's been like super drunk, have been at my home with people that I trust. Right. So, again, for me, the fact that he took ah, this is just fucked up, man. This is my perspective. If I was in this situation and and my woman and I had all of these, my woman had all of these same expectations, um, I would turn on my phone. I would say, hey, are you sure you want to have sex? And she's going to be like, yeah, I want to have sex with you. And then I'm going to be like, is this consent to us having sex? And she would say, yes, I do consent to us having sex. And I still wouldn't have sex with her. Okay, I was very scared. Because I fucking know that her original predisposition was that she don't want to have sex to marriage. So even in the scenario that everything he says is true, the fact that he didn't take into consideration what he knew her desires were means that he is a supreme fuckboy and that he don't deserve to be married to somebody like that. No, he doesn't. If he would wait for her to get sloppy drunk and then the fact that he had one beer makes it seem like he was kind of gauging the situation. Like if they <laughs> was going to drink on her birthday, why would you only have one beer? Yeah. That just that seems shady to me. Yep. I mean, for, for it to be pointed out that he had one beer means that she know he drank more than that often. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I, I just think it's a really fucked up situation um, because he didn't take her into consideration. 
Uh, she lost an experience in a moment that, you know, she should have been able to have the way she wanted it to. And frankly, I hope she leave him the fuck alone. But, you know, probably ain't going to be that easy for her. She's probably still young. Yeah. yeah, she is still young. But ugh, that just gave him a creep. Like, because after four years, I'm sure you would expect that you would be able to trust this person. And she got drunk because she could. She felt like she could. Meanwhile, this nigga sitting over there plotting on him. Bullshit. Oh. I might let her give me a handy J or a little licky licky. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but I ain't going, I ain't deep diving. I ain't doing that. Because technically she would still have her virginity after those other things. Um, so let's go to this father that wants to be a father and he's not being allowed to. Okay. Uh, the reason, the reason that I chose this one is because they are both 15 years old. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> and he's the one writing it. He says, I want to be a part of my child's life, but now how that's possible? But know how that's possible? I don't know how this is possible is what I'm sure he meant. He left that word. He's 15. Um, yes, you read that right. I'm 15 and I'm the father of a 10 month old baby girl. The mother is also 15. Before you ask, we took the precautions, sir. Did y'all take the precautions? Did you really? Um, she was on the pill and we used the condom, but against all odds, <laughs> she got pregnant. She didn't want to get an abortion and her parents truly didn't care. As soon as she gave birth, her parents and grandparents made a deal, and her and the baby were sent to live with her grandparents, who live five hours away from the city. Her family doesn't know I'm the father, and my parents have not a clue about all of this. Sir! <sighs> I mean, no, I want to be in my child's life. My daddy ain't raised me, and I made a pact with myself that I would never leave a girl alone to raise my child without me. <sighs> I've only seen my baby twice because of the distance, once before she left and once when I got one of my older friends to drive me the distance. I am in no position to help out. Yeah, her and the baby are doing fine with her grandparents, but I feel like I'm betraying her. I can't support her in any way. I have a job washing dishes at my uncle's restaurant, but that doesn't bring in barely any money. School's starting up soon, and that's going to cut off a lot of my work time. I don't know what to do. I'm stuck in such a hard place. I never thought my life would go this way, not in a million years. I feel like I have to give up my dreams, try to find some full-time job as soon as I turn 18, and try to dad. <laughs> but I'll miss out on those years raising my daughter. Please, if you have any words of advice on the situation, I need to hear it. I'm all alone. <sighs> First of all, you know what? I'm not going to. I started off with the last one. You go ahead. What are your thoughts? <laughs> Okay, so let me let me get it right. This kid and another fifteen year old kid yeah, had sex. They did. He shot the club up. No, he's saying she was on birth control and he used the condom. Well, that ain't true. One of them ain't true. <laughs> I mean, presumably both of them ain't true. Like he said, I used the condom, and he's saying the condom didn't break. No. You know what? At this he, point, I'm wondering how this kid awful. know that. I wonder how the kid know that it's his kid. Maybe. I mean, they were. I don't know. If he's saying he used the condom <laughs> on birth control, because I've used the condom that's broken before. 
Mm-hmm. I could say I could say that the condom broke that this time that I had sex. He's not saying the condom broke. He said they used the condom, and she's got she had birth control. He said so, against all odds. So she clearly didn't have birth control, or birth control failed in this instance. But if he wore a condom and he finished and pulled out and it didn't break and it wasn't broken, that ain't your baby, sir. <laughs> you know what? A fifteen-year-old might be naive enough to think that is his baby. And a 15-year-old girl might be self-conscious enough to keep that shit away from him and let him believe that it's his baby because he can't do shit to support anyway and can barely get out there. So what is it that he can come out here once every couple of months and I just pretend like it's his kid? (laughs) Now, if he had let his family in on this situation, maybe they'll be smart enough to say, we need to get you a a, a test, son. We need to make sure it's your kid because... This motherfucker done talked about giving up on his dreams. This motherfucker done talked about, you know, just finding a regular-ass job so he can learn how to dad. Boy, if you don't take your damn dumb ass to go get that baby tested <laughs> or not give a fuck about that kid, <laughs> one of those. That's Maybe what I think. Lying. I don't think this is his kid. Or he's lying. Or he's lying because he does See, here's the thing. Here's what makes me feel like he could potentially be lying. Because later in the letter, he was talking about how his dad was never around. He had promised himself he was never going to be that guy. (laughs) And now he's that guy. So in in an effort to make this better for him, it's like, well, it just happened. You know, I did everything I was supposed to do. And and against all, he literally said against all odds, she got pregnant. So you think that it's possible that he's just lying about everything having been protected? I think he was shooting the club he up. He shot the club up, and now he's just trying to make it sound like it was an accident instead of on purpose. Yes, because he feels a 15 year old, A 15-year-old getting somebody pregnant on purpose, it's not good. No. So, so if it's the case that he got her pregnant on purpose, and now he's trying to figure all of this shit out, then I'm sorry, sir, you fucked up. You can't have nothing but a learner's permit, man. <laughs> why the fuck would you think this was a good idea? If you did this shit on purpose, why the fuck would you think this was a good idea? It's not a good idea. It's a horrible idea. It's a reason why 15-year-olds are, are not encouraged to get pregnant. It's a reason why you're encouraged to wait until you're somewhat stable to have a baby. Babies are fucking hard work. They you got to spend six years trying to keep a little motherfucker from killing themselves. And mind you, six is just the bare minimum of where they fucking up. Like around seven, they they can survive relatively normal. I mean, they can go outside, ride their bike, and do shit and come in. But don't get me wrong, they still stupid enough to get hit by a car up till they about 13. <laughs> so you spend a lot of time just trying to keep a baby alive when you can't even keep your goddamn self alive. You won't pay no bills. You don't know where your next meal coming from. I guess you do because you work at your Uncle Garbage-ass restaurant washing dishes. So I'm sure you get a free meal there. So you probably know where you're going to get food from. But you don't know where you're going to get food for a baby from. Nigga, what do you even know about raising a fucking baby? Like, do you know when the fuck to use formula? Do you know how to make formula, mix formula? (laughs) Did you know that a baby got a soft-ass spot on the top of their head? And if it get hit with something, they're going to fucking be fucked up the rest of their life? Like at 15, what are you really like? He has a theoretical framework around raising a kid based off of the fact that his daddy went there. 
He only has this system that says, I'm going to be there for my kid. That's what the does that mean? <laughs> you know, right now, you can't even physically be there. Like, if you were there, the only thing you'd literally be able to do is sit in a fucking room and hold a motherfucker. You can't provide no goddamn financial support. You probably can't provide no emotional support because you your emotions ain't right yet. Like, what? Ain't neither one of what kind of fucking family does she... Let me tell you something. If I had got pregnant at 15, my mama... I, it wouldn't have been no, I ain't gonna tell you who the daddy is, because she would have been like, oh, no. we Who the fuck? Because all of us is finna raise this baby. The fact that she ain't told her parents that you're the dad, you ain't told your parents you got a fucking baby. Like, no. Just no. Maybe it's she in a family... Thing. Maybe she in a family where they think it's one of the uncles or some shit. Oh God! I mean, look, think about it. The grandparents are the one raising the baby. Yeah. Maybe they think it's one of the uncles, and maybe the grandparents know that 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 uncles ain't shit. They kids ain't shit, and they was like, "Baby, who did this to you?" I ain't gonna tell your grandma, and they like, "Oh, it's a cat to be goddamn Charlie ass. Had to be Charlie. Knew we shouldn't have left that baby alone with Charlie them weekends." She ain't even telling us. It gotta be somebody we, you know what I'm saying? So, like, ain't no telling. Like, that's what happened. The grandparents is raising this baby because they think it's their kid that done abused this girl, and they don't know that it's a dumbass 15-year-old who done shot the club up because he wanted to show that he could be a better daddy than he was, but he didn't think that shit through. <laughs> he didn't well, think that he didn't shit think through. He thought, her, he thought her parents, because apparently when she stayed with her parents, they lived close enough for them to make a baby, so Maybe he didn't think her parents would ship her all five hours away to the grandparents' house. <laughs> but your fifth, this is why you don't have a baby at 15. You, the 15 year olds and their prefrontal cortex, they do not have the capability of planning things out. They're erratic. This is why they just make decisions or they don't foresee danger because they live in moments. They don't they don't do the foreshadowing. They don't think, well, this could potentially happen if I do this, this or that. They don't do that. And this is why you don't need to be making no motherfucking kids because you don't think beyond the baby getting here. And it's not a dog. You got to do more than just put clothes on it <laughs> and feed it. Like it's a lot of shit that goes into it that you're not going to be aware of because you're 15 and you just don't. They don't even have the capabilities of that forethought. They just don't. They don't. And this is why I would get upset with a lot of parents with teenagers. Like, you expecting too much out of them. <laughs> They're not, if they could think the way that you think it could foresee stuff the way that adults do, they wouldn't need your ass. They're dumb at 15. They he, they think that <laughs> they could just make a baby and be a better dad. Look, this is, this is the best way I've heard it described of uh, how the brain develops for a child to a teenager. So, you know, the brain is an extension of our spinal cords. From It goes from the back up all the way around to our brain. So our spinal cords develop first, and our brain develops from the back to the front, right? Mm -hmm. So the front of the brain is the executive functioning part of our brains. So a parent is essentially the placeholder for the front part of your brain while you're under 18. Yep. A parent is everything that your front brain don't afford you the oper the the, the knowledge and experience or ability to make decisions about parents make them decisions yep. you know when they say you know you got to have plug outlet protectors so that the kid don't stick a fork in the goddamn plug outlet 
that's lack of front frontal brain shit. It is. You know, when they ask kids, well, if such and such walked off a bridge, would you? That's frontal that's frontal lobe shit. Cause yes, they would. They would. They would. They would walk off a bridge if they friended. They'd be like, oh, that looked like fun. <laughs> Fucking dead now. <laughs> the front part of your brain being missing. Means that you need somebody to help you with your fucking decisions. Yep. If you are a grown person right now and you get hit so hard in the front of your head that the front of your brain fucked up, people are gonna have to help you make your fucking decisions for the yep. rest of your goddamn life. So a 15 year old don't have the capability nope. to make a decision like this and know that it's gonna turn out okay. I mean, that's 15 year old that that had. I mean, people ask kids at 15 year old and they kids are successful. But I bet they went through a bunch of hell for it. Yep. And young 15-year-old kid, if you did this on purpose, you're going to go through hell for this because this was a big mistake. It was. Um, but if you are stupid enough to believe that this your baby, <laughs> but you wore protection and it didn't break. <laughs> and like when you pulled off that rubber, it should have been should have been a pile of splooge in that. Okay? <laughs> It's that it should have been. Now, if it was in that little tube, if you were a gentleman, you tied up in a knot and then you drop it in the trash can. That's what you do. Hit it like Dave Chappelle. Kobe, throw that shit right in the trash can. All right. Now, if you're not a gentleman, you just take it right off and put it in the trash can, and that's gonna leak all down to the bottom of the trash can. So when you turn the trash can upside down, then everything gonna be stuck to the trash bottom of the trash can. That's not good. That's not good. That's not a gentleman. A gentleman tied knot in his rubbers, okay? That's what a gentleman does. <laughs> you tie a knot in your rubber and you throw it in the trash can and you walk out of that bathroom with the confidence that the kids that could have came to be are in a trash can. <laughs> Damn, that sound bad. Yes. <laughs> yes, the fuck it does. I just need to stop. <laughs> and you know what? It made me feel bad because of how many times I've put knotted up condoms in the trash can. Damn. I guess that's not worse than I guess that's not worse than shooting the club up and then using plan B <laughs> and it's definitely not worse than shooting the club up not using a plan B and then getting an abortion oh god but either way on a hierarchy of I don't want to have kids pull out game immaculate condom plan B abortion your dumb ass ain't finna tell me she was on birth control and you wore a condom and that shit just turned into we finna have a baby. <laughs> you are disillusioned and you are the epitome of the 15-year-old shit we be talking about when we say 15-year-olds ain't got no goddamn business making decisions like this. Okay? <laughs> Young sir, <sighs> who will never hear this podcast, but you know what? If y'all know a 15-year-old that's having sex Give them some rubbers. That ain't your baby. That's what I believe. <laughs> I believe he's telling the truth. You don't come to Reddit to lie. You don't come to Reddit to lie about something like that. He he probably lying to his friends about that shit. He probably telling his friends, like, I believe it's the truth. When you come to Reddit, you can be anonymous. Don't nobody know who the fuck you are. Why would you even lie? Now, I think a 15-year-old would be self-conscious enough that they still probably lying to themselves, so they may tell a lie based on the fact that they don't want to accept it. But 
I believe I, I would lean towards him telling the truth and believing that it's the case. So you, so you think it ain't his baby? <laughs> no, I don't think it's his baby. <laughs> I hope it ain't Uncle Charles' baby. <laughs> I hope it ain't Uncle Charles' baby. But it ain't this 15-year-old baby. This 15-year-old wore that condom and she didn't have no birth control, but he wore that condom and he pulled out and it, 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 the kids was in the condom. And the fact that she was pregnant after he did that, he probably thinking his head, oh no, something went wrong. You know, I don't know what can go wrong with a condom in a woman, but the fact that I'm not telling my family <laughs> and, <laughs> and I'm not telling anybody who can give me some substantial input about this happening, I'm fucking myself. <laughs> Holding myself psychological, psychologically hostage uh, to this baby because my childhood didn't have a father. Yeah, no, nah, that ain't his baby. As far as I'm concerned, that makes for a better story for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Oh, this one. <laughs> Whew. Okay. I just found out my boyfriend of two plus years has a fiance. What now? What the fuck do you mean? What now? <laughs> Is that the end of the letter? No, it isn't. But I just the title got me upset. Oh, what now? What else can you? What else can you say? I said all that need to be said at this point. Get the fuck out of there. Leave. <laughs> Why? Let over. Next letter. <laughs> I'm gonna read what she wrote. Okay, read that shit. Pointless, but I'm gonna read. That <laughs> Go. So I'm gonna try to keep this short. My significant other, with whom I've been for a period of over two years is apparently already committed in a three-plus-year relationship. Girl. I found this out when I received a phone call from his fiance, which explained that they never broke up. When we met, I knew that he was with someone, but he told me he completely broke it off. I had my doubts, and I guess I should have trusted my instincts. This is the person whom I wanted to marry, who used to tell me every day that he loves me to the moon and back. We were looking at buying a house together and starting a family. Now I'm devastated, and I'm clueless as to why people do that. I do not understand what it is that he had to gain from the dual relationship. It's It wasn't about sex with me, since we only had sex every once in a while. I should have listened to <laughs> I should have listened. Y'all should have seen his face. <laughs> oh, y'all should have seen his face. Uh, I should have listened to the signs, but I just loved him too much. What now? I don't know how I'll be able to trust anyone moving forward. Girl. Listen. Listen. <laughs> I used to say mop top all the time, but I'm going to start saying wop top. All right? If you ain't giving that wop top 3,000 double hand gurgle gurgle, if you ain't doing all of that shit, then wop. Of course he's going to find somebody else. Now, let, let me not get this wrong. Let me not say that if you're not giving your man those things, that he would definitely go to somewhere. But at this point that you're trying to deduce what happened, <laughs> and you know that he got somebody else, you should not be saying shit like, we had sex every once in a while. That's why. <laughs> I disagree. Yes. No. Listen. No. He already had the fiance. He's been with the fiance longer than he's been with her. He added her to the rotation after he already had the fiance. He's been with the fiance three plus years. He's been with her two plus years. 
So she was like the other woman, not the other way around. It's not like he went and got a mistress. She was the mistress and didn't know it. Man, I think that. Did she say he told her that they broke it off? Yes, when they got together, he said he just broke up, broke up with, I guess, the fiance. But he never did. I don't know, man. I don't know. I feel like that could be that woman being messy. I feel like maybe he did break it off and they got back together after that. It don't even matter. Listen, I'm going to fuck you up whether it was you, you was actually broken up and at some point you got back together with her. You still didn't fucking tell me. But you look, still didn't I, have me sitting up here looking like boo-boo the fool while you've been jumping between houses and shit in the midst of corona at that. But th- that my line of thinking, that's my line of thinking where the sex will make a difference. <laughs> like if he used to get wop top from his old lady and broke it off with her and with you, he he ain't stirring no mac and cheese. He ain't even get the tip licked. Then at some point, Wop Top 3000 Gurgle Gurgle gonna come back and he ain't gonna be able to deny that. He so should I just leave though. My thing is if you if there's something that your significant other has been giving you, you don't just go get a bitch to fill in that spot, or you don't go get a nigga to fill in that spot. You don't get it from them fucking leave that situation. He got a whole goddamn fiance. Leave this little girl alone. You should have told her, yo, I got back with her. We get married. He looking for houses with her and shit. Why would he do that? He got got everything in this equation. (laughs) He got WAP Top 3000 Gurgle Gurgle from the original one, and then he got his tip licked every now and then from the other one. Like, he get everything he want. He got affection from two people. He got... um, uh, Probably some financial gain for two people. He looking he at getting, buying a house. So he, he getting does. sex from two people. He why not? Why why not get double? Because it makes you a fuck boy. That's why. Well, he was a fuck boy when he had just one. <laughs> <laughs> he don't. He ain't less or more of a fuck boy because he got two. He's just he the highest level of fuck boy you can be. And now all you can have is more victims. <laughs> and he's got another victim on top I of this wish- fuck boyness. And I, it probably ain't even just them two. And here's the thing about the fiance. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if I'm the fiance of, of a nigga and I find out he got a bitch on the side, I'm not going to call that bitch on the side and be like, well, you need to stop messing with him because I'm his fiance and we getting married. No. I'm finna fuck him up. I don't even give a fuck about her. I'm not going to contact her. What am I contacting her for? I don't give a shit about her. You are the fuck ass nigga who stepped out of this the bounds of this fucking relationship. I'm not finna contact no other bitch for what? I don't give a fuck about her. I'm finna fuck you up. And you can go and you can deliver the message that you are a free agent now because your fucking fiance broke up with you. You can deliver that message to her. But as far as me calling a bitch, trying to get her to leave a nigga alone, no, 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 no. I'm not finna call no bitch about no nigga. Not doing it. Because you ain't winning. <laughs> you think you winning because he made you the fiance? He fucking both of y'all. He cheating on both of y'all. You think you winning because you got a ring on your finger? Girl, bye. Did you, you know that there's so? Did you know that there's some women who who by default just believe men are going to cheat? Yes, I know so. <laughs> and so they just like those are the women that do this. Like they're the women that do this. Like they're like 
He gonna cheat, but I'm the primary. Ha <laughs> ha, bitches. I ain't finna be the primary. If I can't be the only, then that's just what it is. No, thank you. Well, fuck I mean, out of here. It ain't like. I mean, I guess I wonder how long the fi- uh, fiance knew. I don't you know, know, like, did she find out in the last minute, like, oh, you got another bitch. I'm finna call her. You know, <laughs> hey, bitch, he got somebody. Bye. You know, like, how long did she know is the question? Because the reality is, you do be the only one until you don't. At least from your perspective. Yeah, I mean, if I don't Two know about Two years? Huh? Two years? Yeah. I just don't know how you carry on two different relationships. I feel, that, and that's a part of what makes me feel like he carried on with the two-year relationship as if she were the primary and the fiancé was the secondary until she wasn't. <laughs> that's the only thing that meant, like, I mean, how many days out of the week was she seeing him? Like, how much time were they spending together? Well, I mean, listen, I dated, I did, Gray Shirt worked out of state. And he was gone for long periods of time. He could have had a whole, I could have just been this his Alabama woman. Same thing if you date people that drive trucks. Them niggas be all over the fucking place. And a lot of them do have whole situations in different parts of the country. It just depends. It's possible for you to do that, <clears throat> given the right set of circumstances. Now, if all y'all live local, I don't know how the fuck you would do that. If everybody live in the same place, work in the same place, I don't know how you would be able to carry that shit on for two years. But there are circumstances where I could see somebody being able to pull this shit off just because they're in two different places regularly enough where it won't be suspicious that he gone for a week. He 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 gone on business. Meanwhile, he with his, his family, <laughs> his wife and his kids. You just wait for him to come back from his business trip. Which was actually a family vacation. <laughs> like, I mean, it's well, possible. And hilariously enough, one of my stories today is this exact same situation. <laughs> Except for the nigga was like, uh, he decided he was going to do somebody. <laughs> hilariously enough. Um, girl, it ain't what you mean, what now? It ain't no move on with your life. Yeah, get the fuck on. Get Two years ain't that long. How old is she? She didn't put no ages. So that scares me. She might be old doing this bullshit. Like a young person doing this shit is like, okay, but like older people, I'm like, bitch, you too old for the, you. What is you doing? It don't matter. Two years ain't a long time. <clears throat> long enough for you to get fucked up. Yeah, but now you can go implement what you learn about motherfuckers who cheat and have other relationships and you can know what red flags to look out for. <laughs> Or you can take that trauma all the way over him and just assume that he got a bitch the whole time. <laughs> and make, make life that. hell for him until he yeah. have to leave your ass. <laughs> uh, this is going to be the last one because I do want to do this one about the boy whose mom slaps him on the ass because that's such a different dynamic. Like normally it may, you may, it may be a dad doing something that's fucking weird but this is a mom <laughs> who's doing this. Uh, he's 16. He titled this, My Mom Slaps My Ass Pretty Often. <laughs> Just sounds terrible. She's the kind of person who will take everything personally. I asked her to stop calling me a nickname once, and she gave me a lecture on why she would keep using it. Another time I cried over an IV because I hate needles, and she forced me to hug her when I didn't want to because I was embarrassed and upset. She said I was taking my emotions out on her. Also, 
I was very nearly sexually assaulted two years ago and have certain triggers like people rubbing their faces on mine or laying on top of me. My mom has done both after I told her why I was uncomfortable with it. Like, I'm cured if she does it instead of the real perpetrator. Now, a lot of the time when we're both standing and she passes me, she lightly smacks my ass. It's only once or twice a week, and it's not a trigger, but it makes me uncomfortable, and I don't want to make a scene in front of my whole family because usually talking back or having serious conversation ends with me crying. My mom does love me and want the best for me, but she she's always been a little strict and overprotective and not super understanding of boundaries and victimizes herself all the time. How can I get her to stop without her throwing a fit? Also, how can I stop being so emotional when I try to stand up for myself? Edit uh, should mention she slaps my dad's ass too. It's not child specific. That doesn't make it any better. <laughs> that doesn't make it any better that she also slaps her father's ass. I don't, that didn't do anything to alleviate. Your mom sounds like she has a personality disorder. <laughs> um which those are very difficult to man to manage. Um, as far as how can you get her to stop without her throwing a fit, the answer is that you cannot. <laughs> like, no matter how you broach this subject, you know, she gonna do what she normally does when she victimizes herself and all of that. What you gotta take into consideration is your comfort level. Like, cause this ain't no shit. This isn't like something that just has to happen. Like, stop slapping me on my ass, it's weird. <laughs> Like, don't do that. And the fact that she knows that you were almost sexually assaulted and she still does the things that trigger you, even though you're telling her that you don't like it, it's not helpful. It gets you upset because she somehow thinks that by her doing it instead of the fucking person who did it before, that it's going to make it somehow better. Hey, what is he, 16? You ain't got much longer. You can get the fuck out of that house. So him needing to get the fuck out of that house, did it mean that he doesn't shouldn't address it? No, he should address it. But I think that he needs to be aware of the fact that, because his question was, how can he address it without her throwing a fit? You can't. She gonna throw a fit. Mm. Like, I don't believe that there's a way that he could address that without her. Because he's already said that she plays victim. She victimizes herself all the time and makes, you know, makes everybody um, you know, out to, against her. So, think there's a way for him to address it in which he ain't gonna you know have a histrionic or borderline personality fit <laughs> i don't know that's just crazy i mean i wonder what i wonder what could that have anything to do with the personality disorder or what? is that like a lifelong behavior that she done had I don't know. Maybe she had an abusive ass, a sexually abusive parent or some uncle or something. They used to hit everybody on their ass, and she just think it's normal behavior. Well, the personality disorder part comes in where, even if you think something is normal behavior, when somebody else tells you that they're uncomfortable with that specific thing, you should have the ability to not fucking do that. You know what I'm saying? Like you can still feel like, okay, it's cool for me to do it, but obviously this person don't like it. I don't think that she is capable of differentiating between that. Like, she got to be able to do it to everybody because it ain't a big deal to her. That's where I think the personality sort of comes in. Well, yeah, that's 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 problematic. If I had a... What would you, what would you do if you had a kid that's parent was doing that? Yeah. And you knew the parent? 
I mean, I would I would attempt to have a conversation with the parent, especially about the triggering of the um the sexual assault stuff. Like I know that you care about your son and I know that you think that you're being helpful in trying to um realign these negative experiences with something positive or something that you deem to be positive, but you're just re-victimizing him every time you do this and putting him back in, in that place where he was scared and he was uncomfortable. Um, it's not, it's not, it, I know you're trying to help, but it's not helpful. <laughs> it's the opposite. Uh, now, whether that would do anything, I don't know. I would attempt to talk to the parent about it. Um, just depends on what kind of shit she got going on. But I mean, I think she, he feels like she's trying to even, he said he feels like she thinks that she's being helpful by, if, if my, if his mom is doing this to him, that's going to erase the bad person that did this to him. And it's, that's not how that works. It's still triggering. Like, yeah, just victimizing him every fucking time you do that. She'll never know. She'll never know what? That's, that's what she's doing. Oh, yeah. What would you do if it was a kid you was working with? Um, I would work on how the kid can communicate to the communicate it to the mama and then try to mediate that conversation. Um, I don't think I would let the kid do it by himself. Yeah, no. I would just give him the power to be able to do it by himself and then be like, but let's do this together. Or at least with me in the room. So that you don't have to worry about the negative parts of, of this. Or or so somebody else can verify that this is how she actually behaves. Yeah. You know, when you do that. That's just... I still think it's weird that football players slap each other on the ass. Like, that's just a weird fucking thing to do in general to me. So a parent doing that? Like, why? <laughs> Man, what, what are you... Why are you doing? It's weird. It's fucking weird. It's not that. Um, and like I said, it don't matter that she does it to the dad, too. That's a different relationship. You know, dad might be all right with her doing a little slap ass. Their relationship dynamic is very different. Not to mention, dad also isn't a trauma victim. Whole different thing. Yeah. Whole different set of circumstances. So, um, yeah. Okay, so that's all for Reddit. If you have a question that you would like for us to answer on the show, or you have a Reddit post, please send it to our Gmail account, which is conversationconartists at gmail.com, or find us on Facebook, conversationconartists, send it to us that way. Remember, it's probably best to take a screenshot of Reddit posts just in case they get deleted, because they do. People, they don't be wanting the folks to find out that they posted about this shit to delete it sometimes. I have viral posts. All right. Robert Trump, 72, the younger brother of President Trump, has died at a New York hospital, the White House announced. Um, Response, I see the universe is reminding us all to be specific with our prayers again. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, 
Jesus. <laughs> Next, as a female, your hygiene in uh, quotes um, said by a nigga whose ass cheeks is glued together by boo boo. <laughs> Men do love to like tell women what they need to be doing all the time. It's like, my nigga, who are you? Who are you? I'm somebody who don't believe in wiping my ass because it's gay. <laughs> Chicks be talking about how dudes will hit anything. Some of y'all is the anything. <laughs> What's your favorite black unit of measurement? I'm going to read the responses. Okay. Blank as hell. Um, a minute, as in we ain't done that in a minute. Also, yeah. be there in a minute. Fifty limb. <laughs> umpteen. A whole example. A whole whole out chill. A month of Sundays. Old niggas. Oh my god. A heap of. Some. Give me some. A grip. Blank than a motherfucker, used to describe the intensity of something clearly. Uh, then a mug, then a mug, <laughs> upper piece, uh, a swallow, um, nan, as in he ain't got nan liquor sense. Hella, around the corner, pulling up, <laughs> whole ass, as in whole ass fool out here. <laughs> something, as in let me hold something. Um, till next week, as fuck, and a squig. Yeah. Again, it's so funny how black people's experience goes across. Like, we we can get together with a group of strangers and, like, talk about some shit, and all of us will know what we're talking about. I'm gonna add more than a little bit. <laughs> That's my contribution. I say 50 limb a lot, so... Okay. You can say please and thank you a million times and your toddler will never repeat it. But if you say ass faced motherfucker once, (laughs) 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 so Moesha, it is energy. That's why they use it. So Moesha, Moesha came out uh, on Netflix and people have been watching it. Um, this says Moesha was a sneaky, spoiled, and overall ungrateful girl who defied her parents at every turn to meet up with hood niggas. Y'all <laughs> only think she deep because she wrote in her diary while instrumentals played. <laughs> I was never a big fan of Moesha. I know a lot of people are gonna want to tar watch. and feather me for that, but I just never, never watched. I, I watched a couple of episodes, but it just wasn't, you know, I just wasn't, it wasn't my shit. Yeah. Um, why does it seem like the people that ate lunch at ten thirty a.m. and was in eight was eighteen in the tenth grade are the biggest conspiracy theorists now? <laughs> Terrible. When Big Sean said "fuck a vacay," I feel better at work. I didn't feel that. I don't know what the fuck he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, that don't sound good. 
Oh, it's because he has different, his work is different from most people's work. <laughs> this woman named Christina Shelby is in this group. Um, and she said, hello, I recently asked multiple people if they would like to throw hands. Upon further review, I discovered that this did not mean pray. My children informed <laughs> me it meant fight. I apologize <laughs> to those affected by what I have said. Thank you. This is why white people don't need to be using our shit. This is why you don't use it because you don't know how to fucking use it. This is exactly why. This is exactly why you don't do this. Throw hands? <laughs> Throwing hands has energy behind Like, I don't even know how you could think that was praying. Wow. <laughs> or maybe it's because I know what throw hands means. And I'm just like, what? This way y'all should stop using stuff white people that don't. Let's just like, let's let us keep our shit. Well, that was my last one. Okay. Um, so let me talk about <laughs> let me talk about this Republican. Um he's a, a black Republican sheriff in Florida. His name is Daryl Daniels. Uh in May of 2019. He called dispatch and said he was being followed by someone in a Jeep and he believed that he was in danger. Daniels was being followed by Sierra Smith, a woman with whom he had been having an affair with for six years. She was on her way to their regular meeting spot. Daniels falsely accused Smith of stalking him. Although Smith was detained for hours, she was never charged and Daniels ended up in jail. <laughs> The Washington reports reported that, reported that following a year-long investigation, Florida authorities filed four charges against Daniels. He was then arrested. Daniels will be up for re-election in a few days and questions the timing of his arrest. He refused to drop out of the race and insists the scandal doesn't prevent him from doing his job. You used your office as sheriff to try to get your mistress arrested because you was mad because she told your fucking wife. <laughs> that, that does keep you from being able to do your job, sir. One thing I take ownership of is, as a man is my failure as a husband. That has nothing to do with me as a sheriff. The Florida Times reported that Daniels was charged with tampering with evidence, which is a felony. He was also charged with three misdemeanor counts of giving false information to other law enforcement officials. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Smith, who was a 21-year-old rookie corrections officer when she began her affair with Daniels, is planning to sue the lawman um, Smith called the wrongful arrest that took place in front of her eight-year-old daughter an abuse of power, which it most definitely was. How are you going to say that that all got nothing to do with you being a sheriff? You used the fact that you were sheriff to, go, to call your fucking deputies on her and get her arrested for some shit that she wasn't even doing. What you mean? <laughs> you, because you got mad because she told your wife. Six years in, you lucky that she didn't. That you got six years. I'm not saying nothing. What happened, man? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> you got away with this for six years. Six yeah. years. What went wrong? <laughs> you know, like sometimes when you cheat, you got to do it forever. Now <laughs> you can't stop with that other person. They gonna fuck your life up. You gotta when you cheating, you supposed to be the best person you can be. <laughs> why are why people cheating be an asshole? I don't know. You, you when you cheat, you supposed to be 
all the roles that Shamar Moore play in movies. <laughs> you got to be that guy for everybody you cheating with forever. You can't get out of that. Uh, you can't get out of that situation. Why? So I, I want to know what happened. Well, after six years, what happened? I mean, I guess the person you were cheating with could have been like, I can't take it no more. We got to expose this. I got to let your wife know that this is what's going on. I can't take it no more. But if that's not what happened, like you, you, you can't afford. Listen, man, if you're going to cheat, you need to have, first off, you got to have the money to cheat. You do. All right. Um, that's the one thing you got to have. You got to have the money to cheat. Unfortunately, a second thing you got to have to cheat is the trust of your primary lady. <laughs> if she trusts you, you can cheat. You know, I had my, my ex cheated on me, my um, college girlfriend. Um, and presumably she cheated with one of my friends, but I don't have any evidence. Yes. You know, but she was, he was picking her up from work in Auburn. And um, driving her to work. Now, I lived in a different town. But he was picking her up, driving her to work. And my homeboy had to call me and tell me this. My homeboy. So I, I flunked out of Auburn. I moved home. My girlfriend was still there working at McDonald's where we worked at. And my homeboy that still worked there said, it's a dude picking your girl up every day. And I'm like, okay, what kind of car he got? And he's like, he got this little gray, gray purple looking car with like the bumper messed up or something. And I knew who it was immediately. And I sat both of them down and I said, what's going on? I sat him down first and he was like, he fell in love with her. Oh. And I'm like, okay. Um, but I didn't get no verification as to whether they had sex at that point. Mm -hmm. You know, but the reality is, I trusted him so much and I trusted her so much that she literally could have asked me if he could take her to work and pick her up. And I would have been like, yeah, that's cool. Like they could have literally did whatever they wanted to do behind my back with my permission to where, when my homeboy called, I would have been like, yeah, I know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Instead of let me investigate and find out why these things are being done behind my back. That should clearly be communicated to me, you know? <laughs> And so you need that woman's trust to be able to cheat. Um, also, you need at least, at least fuckboy level four. This is out of 10 now. It's 10 level <laughs> system. You need at least fuckboy level four, but evidence shows that most fuckboys who would cheat on their wife is a level seven at least. But you need at least four to do it. And... And I think that it's uh that if if you have all of those things together to where you can cheat, the next thing you have to have is uh, the ability to maintain these relationships forever. If you don't have that, don't <laughs> cheat. Okay, do not cheat. You need to be able to give a mistress a good ass life, and you need to be able to give a wife a good ass life. If you can't give both of them a good ass life, then get the fuck out because it is a fucking ticking time bomb that is gonna blow up in your ass. Okay. Like, in your ass. What's and that ain't gonna feel right. What's fucked up to me is that it, what it sounds like happened is that she called his wife and told and he acted like he was fine. Like, I'm not mad. Let's meet at our same spot. We can talk. 
meet me over there at the hotel at six. Knowing good and that he planned to fucking call the police on her. Like, he called the sheriff's office and said, I'm in fear for my life. There is a car following me. I think I'm in danger. I, <laughs> I, you set up this meeting to set her up. And you thought it was going to work. How did he think this, that she wasn't going to say nothing? That she was just going to be like, yeah, I was stalking him. Like, no, she going to tell it all. You stupid. This wasn't even a good plan. Like, I don't, what, best case scenario, what is it that he thought was going to happen? <laughs> that she would just get arrested and not say nothing and just go away? Like, of course she's going to be like, I wasn't stalking that nigga. I got text messages right here where he told me to meet him at 6 p.m. at our regular spot that we've been meeting there for the last six years. Like, what did he think he was doing? I mean, he's trying to be like Trump, man. <laughs> Trump giving these people the illusion that they can just say shit that they want to be true and, and it be true. That's what Trump, he giving them this illusion. He this shit don't Trump work. Too. He's a Trump supporter. Yeah, this shit don't work. No. She Trump was is never going to just hate that. Trump is the president. He can't say what he wants to because apparently a lot of legal shit don't apply to the president in our country. And he got a whole club behind him that's going to say, hey, we'll get you, Trump. But you know what? Trump is going to treat you like you're a black-ass coon. That's what he's going to treat you like. <laughs> Republicans are going to treat you like that, too. Or I don't know about him. He seems to be a pretty bad guy. You know, that's what Trump is going to say about your ass because you're black. You ain't had no business going into law enforcement. And if you go in law enforcement, uh, the same standards apply as if you're going to cheat on somebody. You need resources, man. You got to be able to know when to hold them and when to fold them. You're going to be in a system that don't give a fuck about you, man. Nobody care if you're the sheriff. Look, what, look what's happening to your ass. <laughs> you thought you was going to simply be able to get this damn woman arrested and then go back to work. Look at you fucking now. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, learn their place, man. He so they have a picture of him at this, I guess it was a press conference. He's this like stocky black man with a motherfucking big ass Texas cowboy hat on, which is in Florida. So I was confused by the hat altogether. <laughs> and he just looked like he just made bad decisions. And like I said, I don't know what he thought the best case scenario was going to be that she would just allow herself to get locked up and not say nothing. She just snitched on you to your fucking wife. You think she ain't going to snitch on you to the police? You think she's not going to tell these deputies like, no, this nigga lying? Especially if she, first of all, why was she bringing her child with her to their meeting? Because she said they did it in front of her child. <laughs> what the fuck was your eight-year-old in the coffee? This is all bad. Okay, it's all, all of it is bad, just bad. Um, yeah, I guess, you know, maybe he tried to break it off with the mistress and she was like, fuck you, I'm telling your wife. <laughs> he would have been better off trying to like smooth things over with the mistress and smooth things over with his wife and just keep stuff in status quo. <laughs> trying to get rid of one of these women, you done fucked yourself up now. You got felony charges and shit. It's not good. And you're the sheriff, and you're trying to get reelected. <laughs> and you black. So, like, if this was a white sheriff that did this, he probably could still get reelected. His black ass is not about to get reelected. So well. Done. Stupid. Don't be Daryl.
don't do what Daryl did. Yeah, Daryl is a he's stupid. <laughs> he's not smart. Okay. Um So Darius Sessoms. What? Is a killer. Okay. You have my attention. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what the conservative narrative for this killing is. Oh. A black man walked up to a little five-year-old white boy while he was riding his bike, put a gun to the back of his head, and shot him. Right in the back of his head. Bow. That don't sound right. It don't sound right, but there was a narrative going around, and there was a hashtag going around that says, Justice for Cannon. And then there's a long post saying that this boy was killed because he was white by this black man, and uh, no news media outlets are talking about this story. You know, justice for Cannon. Where's um, black man? Now, let me Where's... let me continue. Okay. Uh, a manhunt was media immediately ensued. Oh, okay. This man was found. Oh, okay. This man was arrested. Oh, okay. This man was held without bond, oh, and he was okay. about to spend the rest of his fucking life in jail. What other fucking justice do you want, white people? See, this is what gets on my nerves about them being willfully ignorant to shit. The reason why Black Lives Matter, this is because we don't get that quick justice. We don't get a manhunt. We don't get an immediate arrest. We don't get hell without bond. We don't get going to jail for the rest of your fucking life. That's justice. Why would you need to make a hashtag for that shit? He got justice. Fuck is y'all talking about? All oh, this shit makes me so angry. Just willfully ignorant. And on top of that, other comments are saying things like it's justifying why George Floyd should have died or maybe why he was in the predicament that he was in that led to his death, talking about his substance use, talking about his erratic behavior and not listening to the police officers, talking about all of that shit. But this is clearly an attempt to divert the national conversation about George Floyd and the lack of justice that the black community is getting from the police um, to people who already don't believe it anyway. Like, I think that these people, I don't think they don't know what you just said. I think that they don't even try to process it. I think they actively live in their denial. I think they put themselves in this bubble that don't want to hear none of that shit and they just keep spouting this same shit. Um, this is so frustrating. Like, Breonna Taylor still ain't got no... Like, there are so many instances of people doing fucked up shit that don't... The, the families, those people don't get no justice. And y'all want to sit up here and make a hashtag about something. Like, whatever. So after this happened, I saw a fake-ass post by the, I think, Wallace Police Department in North Carolina where this happened at. I saw a fake-ass post that was saying that the killer was telling them everything behind bars. He was telling them that um, the daddy actually invited him over to the house for them to do drugs together and uh, something went wrong and he was actually trying to shoot at the daddy but the boy ended up catching a straight bullet when he was trying to shoot at the daddy. And that was a fake post because the police department had to come out 
and say the only updates we've ever given about this case is this. But I actually have a friend who lives a community over, and she's saying that the uh, that what the community is saying is that Darius Sessoms was the dad's meth dealer. That and if you see sense. the picture of the dad, he looked like he might be on he might be doing some you know recreational, but will kill your ass substances. That makes more sense. Like black people don't like for him. To just drive up to a community, see a little white kid outside, get out, go up to this white kid for no other reason than just shoot him in the back of the head. That shit don't even sound right. Yeah. We don't Black do that. Do shit like that. No, we don't do that. It had to be somebody he knew. It had to be a situation. Something was going on. It wasn't a random fucking, like, that didn't even sound right. That don't even sound like a believable story. That shit is so, uh, just... But, you know, I brought this story up because it's been so utterly irritating to hear people trying to create um, an equivalency between George Floyd and Cannon. What justice in our country looks like is that when something happens to somebody, what's supposed to happen to them from that happens effectively and efficiently. Um, It's not about the mere fact that a black person killed a white person or a white person killed a black person. Uh, which is what they try to make it seem like. Oh, y'all are just up in arms because it was a white person that killed a black person. Well, what about when this black person kills this white person? That's not on the news. That's not on TV. Well, it's not about that, um, bitch. <laughs> what it's about is the fact that Breonna Taylor can be sleeping in her fucking house. The cops ram in the door and just let off a fucking rain of bullets and not be arrested for that shit and still be on the loose, getting a paid vacation. And we can go down a whole laundry list of a whole bunch of cops and motherfuckers who ain't got charged. We can go talk about Amar Arbery and how his killers didn't get arrested until three months later after public outcry. We can talk about how George Floyd's uh, killers didn't get arrested. Killers and those who were involved. Killer and those who were involved didn't get arrested until there was some kind of um, outcry um, um, in protesting. Uh, we can go down a whole list of black people who have been treated unfairly, had some bullshit happening to them, and justice not been brought to them in the way that it should be brought to them. But you know what? Cannon got justice. Cannon got yep. justice. His life was traded. His life was traded for the life of somebody else's. And in North Carolina, he might even get the fucking death penalty. Yep. So, Cooper Gooden Jr. got, uh, he's been accused of sexually assaulting. Say, say his name again. Cooper Gooden Jr. Ain't hey, shouldn't it be Cuba? I've always heard it Cuba Gooden Jr., not Cuba, like this place. Yeah, I've always thought it was Cuba Gooden Jr., not Cuba. I've always heard Cuba Gooden Jr. I don't sound like one of King Cooper's kids. Well, the way he's Mario. Well, the way he's acting. Um, Mama called him Cuba. I'm gonna call him Cuba. (laughs) His attorney. Sorry, (laughs) got a text, an unwanted text message. Uh, his attorney is saying that um, women with small breasts tend to have a distorted perception of reality. That's part of what his um, what he's going to use to defend. That's part of his defense. Uh, his defense team asked the judge Thursday to let them question an alleged victim at trial about her preference for threesomes and her small breast size. 
This accuser speaks very comfortably on her blog post about her desire and interest and preference in being in a menage a trois rather than in a monogamous relationships, the lawyer said. Um, <laughs> so he feel uh, she accused she's accused Cuba Gooden Jr. of um, squeezing her breast at the Moxie Hotel. So I guess he's saying they small. So why would he have wanted to? Um, oh my God, it's just so terrible. During the hearing in, Manhattan's, in the Manhattan Supreme Court, the judge said the defense might be allowed to pursue this line of questioning if they proved it was relevant to their case. Um, do you intend to ask the witness about the size of her breast? The judge asked. I actually do. She talks about the fact that she's self-conscious about her breast size. She's self-conscious about her hairstyle. Um, he said of her blog post, adding that her low self-esteem affects her perceptions. The judge wasn't swayed, but said if her testimony somehow opens the door, he'll revisit his decision. <laughs> yeah, I just, being a woman, being black, it's just two sides of a losing ass coin. It's, uh, how is that an argument? <laughs> For somebody being sexually assaulted, well, she's, you know, she's uncomfortable with her breast size, so maybe she's making all this up. Like, what? But men with small meats do that all the time, though. Like, why can't having a small body orifice change your perception? Men with small meats don't go around saying that they were raped or raped or anything along those lines. If anything, those men just think that they got the biggest shit. They packing the biggest. Like they're not going out. He, his have you experienced that, that before? What? Have you experienced a man that claimed to be packing but just wasn't up yes. to par? Yep, I have. It's disappointing. How, fuck. Is that often? No, it's not. Well, it hasn't been for me, but when it does happen, it's disappointing as fuck, because it's like... But what you're saying is that his perception was impacted. His perception was impacted in that he thought it made him a lot. Or he just didn't see how small his meat was. Like, it's little man syndrome. It's Napoleon complex. But that is not the same thing as a woman with small breasts who says she was sexually assaulted. What does her having small breasts have to do with her being sexually assaulted or the possibility that she was or wasn't? How does that play? What does that have to do with anything? It doesn't. It doesn't. Maybe he got a small meat, so he knows that it can alter your perception. I'm not. I'm not trying to say. I'm not saying that. Uh, I'm just being silly. I'm not saying e even in my silliness, those two things can be separate. Like a person can have small breasts, have a perception of their breasts being small that impacts their worldview, um, and has something to do with their self esteem. It still don't change the fact that somebody can try to squeeze your titties. <laughs> it don't change that. And if you didn't want your titties squeezed when they tried to do it, then that is fucking sexual assault, sir. And her posted about Menagerie Twilight. What does that have to do with this incident? He's don't have to have shit to do with it. This is what lawyers do for a fucking living. 
Colin can attest to this kind of lawyer. They're not trying to cater to the truth. They're trying to cater to what our society will allow them to get away with. That's what they're doing. And you know what? The same way for Nate Parker, who they said that, okay, well, this couldn't have been a rape because she actually consented to sex with him before. What he's trying to get this system to do is say that, oh, well, she's sexually out there, so she must have been inviting him in to touch on them titties. <laughs> That's what that lawyer is trying to achieve. He is trying to cater to probably some old man judge or some old man jury that is going to look at her uh, sexual openness and sexual freedom and use it to say, okay, um, yeah, this she 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 was asking for this because of these things. That's what he's trying to do. He's trying to cater to uh, a broken system. That's what lawyers do. They exploit the brokenness of a system. They don't try to get to the truth. It's the same shit that happened in Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. <laughs> I know that shit was written, but at the end of the day, he won that case because the lady ended up lying about her age when she was young, and so... He exploited the system. That's what they fucking do. They write they write lawyers to exploit the systems in the goddamn movies. So it makes no sense for reality, but it makes good sense for courts and some old white man that's gonna make these decisions. It's awful. Um and it's again, it's just you get you get victimized. Then you try to get justice for yourself and you get re-victimized by some shit that ain't got a goddamn thing to do with this nigga groping me in a club unwanted. Don't matter what I write on my fucking blog or what I write on, on Facebook. What does that have to do with what happened that night in the club? Like, this shit is uh, it's exhausting. It is exhausting being a woman and being black. It's exhausting. It's a full-time goddamn job. Just to like go every day and deal with all of this bullshit and somehow just keep going. It's ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous. The world sucks. Very much so. Um, I want to talk about WAP. I'm just going to let you have this. I'm not going to contribute to this conversation at all. So Why not? Because I don't give a shit about it. You you should. Why? Because what I want to talk about is the response that men have given WAP. <sighs> are you really not concerned about how men are so intent about keeping women from owning up to their own sexuality that they're uh, willing to criticize women who have uh, vulgar and explicit songs, but they're not no. willing to they're not willing to criticize Too Short. They're not willing to criticize Luke and the Boys. They're not willing to criticize all of these other people. Mm-mm, I'm not, because we just had a whole conversation about how a male-driven system is about to crucify this woman who was sexually assaulted because she wrote something about something sexual. Like It's the same thing, just less invasive. It's less assaultive this is them people saying stuff because of a video they put out as opposed to being questioned about being raped or whatever like it's the same shit and i'm tired 
So no, I don't want to talk about it, but you go right on ahead. <laughs> what I want is for women to have the strength and the power to carry a baby nine with them everywhere they go <laughs> and to bop bop somebody in the stomach if they have to if they didn't want to have sex that's what needs to happen um in the meantime uh the way that listen i am i don't i, I believe in sexual freedom I don't believe in sexuality being oppressed, being suppressed, being any kind of word that means we ain't gonna let you do this shit. Why do we always, when we have a question, a conversation, not you and me, just the world in general, when there's a question about sexual freedom for women, it's always these extreme ass cases. Like sexual freedom for women does not have to be Nicki Minaj. I mean, not Nicki Minaj, Jesus. I mean, it could have easily have been her. Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion hopping around shaking ass in a house talking about vagina like that's it's this all the way there's so much in between sexual freedom that isn't that but the only time it gets talked about are these situations where it's these extreme shit like that's also makes me tired let's let's be clear when we talk about sexual freedom what sexual freedom really looks like is probably uh the woman from uh, she's gotta have it yes it is done privately. Yes. It is done in her own life. And yes. it is done with consent from everybody that's involved. That is what sexual freedom looks like. Let's yes. not make the mistake of believing that Cardi and Meg are the poster children for sexual freedom. Because women are sexually free all over the country and don't nobody know about it. Yep. But we can't pretend like there are not people that exist in this extreme part of sexual freedom that nonetheless should still be able to express how they perceive sexuality. I just wish it was a conversation when it wasn't some shit that was so extreme. That's all. Well, it don't matter when the conversation is had. You know, it's the same thing with Amber Rose slut walker. I mean, the slut walk. Um, I mean, it's a very extreme way of of explaining it and expressing it, but there are extreme people that view these things through the lens of extremities and they shouldn't be any more invalidated or less. Uh, now, I understand why they're more invalidated because we have a society that has been where men have decided what is conservative for women. Women used to be property, okay? If, if I owned you red, I won't want you to fucking go out how you want to go out. I'm going to want you to go out how I want you to go out. All right? I'm not going to want you to fucking think for yourself. I'm going to want to think for you. I'm going to want to control how other people perceive you. I don't want you to choose how other people perceive you. That's what the, the history of ownership from men to women used to look like in our country. And it's a whole bunch of men that can't let that shit go. Even though we're here, even though we're at the point where a woman can have enough money to write her own song, enough money, enough intelligence, enough clout to write her own fucking songs, to put her own fucking song out, to choose how she want to do a video. She want a video full of bad bitches, which is how Cardi B put it. She got all the things she needs to be able to do this on her own. The only thing that's left in this equation is that men don't like it. She, she can afford it. She did it herself. She did what she wanted to do. Booyah, men 
can't stand that shit. And all I am a champion for is being fair. If you don't like Cardi being Meg talking about wet ass pussy, then you shouldn't like too short talking about his dick. I don't like that either. <laughs> I know you don't like nothing. You don't like the word dick or pussy. Dick is fine. I don't say that other word. I never say it. You should start saying meat flaps. No. What about Taco Tuesdays in the bed? Absolutely not. We'll find something comfortable for you to say. I vagina. vagina. I already have it. No. Vagina is I... vagina's not a good word either. It's what it is. What do you mean? But a pussy is what it is. Just a different way. No, that is... A it's a synonym. Term. No, it isn't. It's a colloquial term. It's actually a vagina. It's just something that's used by people to describe a vagina, but it is a vagina. What's another word for vagina that's not a colloquial term? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just say vagina. Anyway, what I am <laughs> is an advocate for the fair treatment of women and the terminologies that are used in these different conversations. That's all I want to be. That's all I want. That's all I care about. And I think there's going to come a time where men are going to have to reckon with the fact that women is finna run this bitch at some point. As long as men keep killing each other, as long as men keep going to war, um, as long as men keep getting incarcerated, Women's going to run the fucking show at some point. We're going to be in gazorp this motherfucker. Nobody's going to... Only Rick and Morty people are going to know what you're talking about. Yeah, only Rick and Morty. Now, I really don't care about the song. I don't care about the lyrics. Uh, I don't really care about the video. Be honest. Um, I won't listen or watch either ever again. Like, I, I don't even get through the whole thing. I was just like, oh, okay, that's what this is. And then that was it. But it's the same thing. I don't listen to Too Short for the same fucking reasons. It's just like, it's too much. Like, for real? Okay. It's not for me. So I don't listen to Too Short. Only time I listen to Uncle Luke is if I'm at a club somewhere and that, that one song that everybody always plays come on. But, like, as far as in my personal time, wanting to fucking sit and listen to that shit, nah, not me. Yeah. Across the board. Men, women, I don't give a fuck who's talking about it. Like, I'm good, thanks. But that's all I got on that. The only other thing I had, and none of them are really... There was a rookie... Speaking of WAP <laughs> and dumbass... <laughs> so, what's his name? Seattle Seahawks cut Kamal Silverand. Um... Because he tried to sneak a, a woman in the hotel amidst COVID. Tried to dress her up as a player. You're a fucking rookie. <laughs> Why are you going to throw away this opportunity over some vagina? Like, men, y'all have been doing this shit since the beginning of time. You don't get no smarter when it comes to this. You will sell your fucking soul. for vag- I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> He didn't throw away his whole goddamn career to sneak a bitch in a hotel room. You know how many how many men dream and and want to to play pro ball and you got the opportunity and you fuck it up trying to fuck a bitch. I don't understand it. I don't get it. Y'all don't get no. I mean, like as we go on in history, 
as time marches on, as human beings get more smart, the one constant is that men will fuck up their whole shit over some vagina. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Beginning of time. Since the beginning of time. <laughs> because men use vagina as validation. That's what they do. Being on the fucking NFL team as a rookie ain't validation enough. Because guess what? Now you ain't finna get no more vagina. Because the reason why she was willing to you, you sneak you or come in with you is because you were a fucking rookie on a football team. You ain't even got that no more. It's dumb. He'll get, get vagina. Same with that he would have got before. It ain't going to be... It's not, it's not going to be the same, but if you made it to the NFL, you're going to get some tender cheeks at least. You can cut out some tender and bumble cheeks at least. That's just what it is. You probably can get some one-night stands. You probably can go to the club and meet somebody and take them home. You know, if you made it to the NFL, unless you let yourself go for the rest of your life, you'd be fine. You know how much money he would have made, even if he never touched the fucking field, just being on that team. Like, that shit is dumb to me. That's stupid. It's validation. He clearly decided what was more important. Okay. <laughs> and so he tender and bumble will be fine for this young man. But what are you gonna do about his pockets? Fucking work at work at a grocery store. <laughs> Bagging groceries like Kurt Warner. That is a, a fall from grace. <laughs> but maybe, you know, Kurt Warner got, you know, he was working at a great grocery store when he went to go try out and got the job and won Super Bowl. So maybe this guy going to buy some groceries. <laughs> Listen, his skills ain't going to go away. I mean, they will eventually, but he probably try out for another team. I'm pretty sure it's a team out there that need a fucking running back. Seattle might just that. I mean, they need a, they didn't need a running back that bad. They probably need no. to free up some of the money in their fucking salary cap anyway. He a rookie. I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I maybe because I don't have a dick. It just don't make no goddamn sense to me. And women do stupid shit over dicks, but it it don't be this shit, this level of shit. Like the stuff that I see men do, like the fucking sheriff who then fucked himself. Like that kind of shit is just it. It blows my mind. You're gonna ruin your whole fucking life. You're gonna change the whole trajectory of your existence behind some fucking vagina. I don't get it. I don't understand it. And you know what? I don't want to. I'm glad I don't have a penis because it sounds awful. It sounds awful. <laughs> it sounds like it keeps you from making good decisions. It's only awful It's awful if you can't break the hymen. Like the dude from the Reddit. Obviously, even if you can, you can fuck your whole life up behind it. Sheriff, this dude, well, the countless other men over history that have it's Listen, ridiculous. That's society know. shit. It ain't because you got a dick. It's because you got a dick in America. Okay, that's what the problem is. What? How? How is that the problem? No, because there are men who go their whole life and don't do this fuck shit. It's because you have a dick that you can't control. No, that's what I'm saying. It's because it's not because you have a dick. It's because you have a dick and you were raised in a society that has led you to believe that you can have whatever women you want and that the value that women find in you comes from you being able to sex them properly. That's what that shit is. But we know that's not true. Like, especially in his situation where you are on the NFL team, your ability to... Pro- he could have a micro penis and be an NFL player and bitches will be coming after him, sex or no sex, because they see a lifestyle that they want. So that don't even make sense to me. Because... 
financially being able to provide this is why you have gold diggers that's why that's a term that's why that's a thing it still doesn't make sense to me it it's man logic i don't get it what doesn't make sense to you the fact that you're valid or you feel like you're validated by how many women you can please when evidence shows you <laughs> that your ability to please women especially when he in a situation like he is in where he's going to be a pro athlete you toss that shit out of the window <laughs> and now you're left with bagging grocery that's stupid to me that's man logic i don't get it it wasn't Where's even worth risking it? it like <laughs> like folks some vagina like it's not every man logic that's what I'm saying. Every man don't do this. And every, every man, man got a dick. Every man don't do this and every man got a dick. So it ain't about that man having a dick. It's about the man having a dick and having this these preconceived notions and expectations and ego and all of these other things that he need to be met by connection with a person that he can have sex with. And a lot of those men are willing to risk it for the biscuit. I, I mean, I don't agree with it, but hey, I ain't them. I don't do shit like that. I'm I don't I wouldn't risk nothing for sex. Presidents of the United States. Like, it's just, there's not <laughs> an area that I can think of. Like, you hear these stories from all different politics, the sport. People throw their whole shit away, everything away behind some woman. And it just, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand. Listen, this to it, me, it's dumb. Listen, it feels good to be inside of some vagina, okay? Okay. I'm just letting you know. Apparently, it don't feel as good for a meat to be inside of you. All right? Now... I don't think it's that. I just think that we have... I just huh. think it's more about... <laughs> it, what we were saying about the kids and their prefrontal cortex and, and their ability to think shit through. I just think it's about thinking shit through. I don't think it has anything to do with a dick not being pleasurable. But like, is it more pleasurable than me being able to take care of my goddamn self? Is I mean, it more pleasurable than me being able to to have a fucking career and shit? Like, it's I'm not. responding to your vantage point of saying that it is about men having a dick. I'm saying that it's not about men having a dick. If you're saying that it's not about men having a dick, it's about that not having that frontal lobe shit where they can make the appropriate decisions, then, yeah, I'm not making that argument. But if you're saying it's because man got a dick, then you I go with your like logic. It happens more often with men than it does women. So, like, I don't know. I feel like across the board, you see this a lot more with men than women. It's societal. It's cultural. It's um, matriarchy. Wait. Patriarchy. Patriarchy. I was gonna say patriarchy. I was trying. I was gonna say misogyny first, and then I just said matriarchy instead of patriarchy and misogyny. I mean, I just—it doesn't make sense to me. Uh, Every time I see these stories, like I say, with the sheriff, even just today with these two, it's like what? So you gonna throw away your whole goddamn career? I don't know how long he's been a sheriff in Florida. How long it took him to get there? How much hard work it took for him to be the black sheriff in Florida, wherever he is? I don't know how much work it took for this little boy to become a rookie on the the Seattle Seahawks. But I would feel like the work that you put in to get to where you are is a lot more important than fucking it all away behind some vagina. And he ain't even get the fucker. 
He didn't even get this because he didn't sneak her in. He tried to sneak her in amid COVID. And when they saw him trying to sneak bitches in, they let him go. <laughs> he didn't even get the fucker. <laughs> and probably won't now that his ass been cut. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> last thing I was going to talk about was Lauren Hill's daughter. I'm talking about uh, abuse endured, but that will turn into a conversation that's much longer than the time we got, which is seven seconds. So um, we're going to let the episode go now, and we'll talk about Lauren Hill and her fucking shenanigans at some uh, point in the future. It's always shenanigans with Lauren. That should be her name, Lauren Shenanigans Hill. Yep, on that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that being said, do you have anything else on your mind? I do not. All right, well, until we come to the next conversation, we out. Holla.